Hey, thanks for dropping by to the Planners on Purpose podcast, created by Naomi Tucker, CMP. Now, this space is for the event planners to encourage and empower you so that you can fully live your life on purpose. So before we dig in, please take a moment to subscribe so you get future shows. Now, here she comes, your host, Naomi. Well, hello, Naomi here. Welcome to the Planners on Purpose podcast. Boy, have I missed you all. It's been a few days. I'm trying to figure out the cadence for 2024, and I think that I'm going to be here on the weekdays, weekdays daily, and I am excited to do that because I want to be able to continue to bring more to the podcast, and I really enjoy doing it. I really enjoy talking to you all, and I really hope that you enjoy these podcast episodes too. So I just want to say welcome to you. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're living your life and leading your life on purpose. And for those that do not know me, and you're probably wondering, who is this person that's actually talking? Well, my name is Naomi Tucker, and I am a coach and strategic events consultant here at Planners on Purpose. And I empower event professionals to stress less, live more, and make intentional steps towards purpose and towards well-being. So that is what I do. And each and every time I come here on the podcast, I just have an episode where I'm just bringing you a little something um, from my world. It's either something that I've learned, something that I'm into. And what's happening right now is I'm into helping people get to passing the CMP exam, right? Taking those intentional steps, elevating their career to get the CMP. And I just started a brand new CMP study group that uh, just launched today. And it's been great. We're really starting to dig into the material and just looking forward to kind of learning a lot about the ladies that have joined me and that we are going to have some great times together here in the next five weeks. So it's been, it's been great so far. We're just getting started and just getting ramped up. If you are looking to get your CMP, you still have time to go ahead and register and get in because we're just getting started this week. However, yeah, that's what I have been up to. So we've been in the CMP series. You might understand that we've been in the CMP series. I've been kind of walking you through some of the aspects of the CMP, especially if you are interested in getting it. And I hope that it's been very valuable for you. And today I wanted to talk about passing the CMP exam and what you should know, because I thought that when I was getting my CMP that I knew what I was doing, that I knew how I was supposed to study. And boy, oh boy, was I just not necessarily hitting the target. After attending my own very CMP study group and going through some of the detail in which I needed to know the material, it began to be clear to me that, oh my goodness, I need to really get down and study this thing so that I can pass. And so I hope that I'm just going to give you some some nice little tidbits today so that you can actually go back and use them in your study to get your CMP. So that is what I wanted to do today. And I just have a few tips for you and hopefully these tips will be able to help you. So as you're working towards getting your CMP, it's important to know that as you're studying, small doses are going to go a long way. 
There is so much information from the EIC manual that you have. Then there's the professional meeting management guide and then also the glossary. There's so much information, not only just in those texts, but just online. It's going to be hard for you to really disseminate what you need to know. So I would just say to take it one step at a time, start with the EIC manual, really go through those domains because those domains is what they're saying it's going to be on the exam. They have a breakdown of how many questions each domain would have on the test. All of them are typically represented on the test in some way, shape, or form. So since it's a lot of information to digest, it's important that you take it one step at a time, perhaps one skill at a time, or even one domain at a time in order to make it easier for you. And if the one domain is too big of a chunk for you, then perhaps do one skill. This is why the EIC wants you to start studying sooner rather than later, so you don't necessarily wait until you're accepted, until you study, because when you're accepted, you only have a certain amount of time to take a test. And that may not be enough time for you to actually study and prepare yourself enough to take this exam. So you want to make sure that you're consistently studying and you're breaking these things down into small manageable bits so that you can absorb the information and know the information. You know, typically they tell you it takes about, I don't know, maybe about seven times, 16 times to make a habit or just to learn something. You have to hear it many times, usually it's seven to 11 times that you have to hear something before you actually can grasp it. So I would say that's similar to when you're actually studying too. You need to be able to read it, to hear it, over and over again until you actually get it. So that's what's going to happen as you're studying is you're going to continue to just absorb that information and learn it and to the point that you actually really get it so that when you can see it on a test that you can easily pick out what that right answer is going to be. So that's how it should be. So I would just say start with small doses. That's going to go a long way for you. My second tip for you is just to read your text. Sometimes we just try to get away from it. We'd rather watch a whole bunch of YouTube videos where there's little sporadic tidbits throughout those videos before we actually dig deep into a book. So read your manuals. That's very important. There's so much information in there. Many people think they can just skim these books and be okay. And that's so far from the truth. You do have to read them. You do have to pay attention to the terminology that's inside of your books. You do have to pay attention to some of those bulleted lists because if the EIC, if they take the time to bullet things out and to call things out, that may be something that you want to pay attention to. So make sure that you are reading the text, paying attention to the callouts, pay attention to the little graphs and charts that are in there to help you to further understand the material. So that's very important. Do what you need to do to understand it, highlight, post-it note, whatever you need to do, but definitely make sure that you're getting through those manuals. My next tip for you is to understand that there are new best practices or just even updates within the text. These texts, it does take some time 
for them to go through that rigorous process of getting them updated. But when they do, it's really some helpful and useful information. So recently, I guess it was right before the pandemic, these came out. So there's some 2019 editions that are currently out right now. And that was even before we've had this whole technology and virtual events really have magnified over the last few years. But the EIC and the Professional Media Management Guide, they have done a great job of just including a lot of those aspects. So you want to pay attention to some of those, and I wouldn't say new things, but some of those trends, those stable trends that are out there, things like gamification or aspects of virtual events or even sustainability. Sustainability has been a while, around for a while, but as we grow and as we change and as we actually do some of the practices that we are being asked to do as event professionals, we start to be able to gain some more knowledge, be able to learn a bit more, and then we can actually have some more robust material to learn from. So we do see sustainability really echo through all of these manuals. And when you see it echo through like that in every single aspect, you can be sure that that may come up on the exam at some point. So make sure to pay attention to those things, technology, virtual events, gamification, Those are some things that you want to make sure that you also are aware of. Now, when it comes to the exam, there definitely is going to be some type of calculation (laughs) that you may have to do. I remember when I was taking my exam, or at least in the CMP study group, it was always those calculations and those different formulas that I wanted to make sure that I had down pat. So making sure that you're aware that when you're reading through your manuals, if the EIC Events Industry Council, if they bring out calculations or formulas or any kind of numbers and they really talk about that, that's going to be important. If they take the time to explain certain things to you, especially when it has to do with certain calculations, you may want to pay attention. You have to use a calculator at the exam, and there's a reason for that. So you may be asked some questions in which you might have to provide some simple calculations. So be prepared for things like guarantees. Be prepared for things like projection screen placement or staging. Be prepared for those calculations because you may see them on the exam. Now, it's been a while since I've taken my CMP But I still hear this echo through many people that have just recently gotten their CMPs and they definitely kind of come back and tell me certain things. And you know what? I was always taught that a meeting, an event always starts or the foundation of a meeting is always the goals and objectives. So we, so when there's always a question that comes down to the foundations of a meeting or event and how to determine how to start or something like that, and you see goals and objectives as one of those questions, you best believe that might be the answer to the question. So I learned that from a CMP study group, and it always had been proven to be true. And that is how I was able to really 
probably get some of those questions right on that exam. So you want to make sure that you really understand that the goals and objective is fundamental and make sure to keep that in mind because that is always going to be on the tests unless somebody comes to me and tells me after this podcast that is no longer on the test, but I'm pretty sure it is. All right. So if you're concerned about where you are and your study, and if you're thinking, oh my goodness, this is just too much. This is overwhelming. I don't think I can do it. It feels like going back to school again, and I didn't do really well at school. Then there are options for you. I would just say, number one, maybe you want to join a study group or a workshop or some type of CMP course that's out there to help you. There are many of them. And I would just say that Planners on Purpose also has some. I'll raise my hand for that. We currently are in the winter session for a CMP study group right now. And that just started. So if you are ready to go, you can definitely still join. However, we will have upcoming sessions as well. So you can also um, choose to join an upcoming session. And you also probably would benefit from doing mock exams. So if you go to the Events Industry Council website, they do have sample questions or mock exams for you to take. It does cost for you to take it, but the advantage is that you can see how the questions are formulated directly from the EIC so that you can be more familiar in how that test is going to look and how it's going to feel. I would just suggest it's well worth your peace of mind to pay the cost after you get in some after you've studied for a bit to be able to see where you are and just see how those questions are formulated. Now, I wanted to leave you with a few other things, and it really is just about the test, and that usually can help us to pass the test too, just knowing how the test is formulated. So the the exam, I keep saying test, but it's an exam. So the exam is 165 questions, and you get you have to get 55 in order to pass, which isn't bad. There are usually multiple choice questions and four answer choices that you have to choose from. The nice thing about this is that the EIC isn't trying to trick you with anything. There won't be any trick questions. There's never going to be any of the none of the above or all of the above answers. And in fact, this made it easy for me because I could then do the process of elimination to select the right answer. So Once you have completed the exam, you get a pass-fail score, and you also get three and a half hours to complete it. Those are just some tips for you on how the exam is structured, if that may benefit you. So you may be asking, well, what if you fail? What if you don't do so well? Well, if you don't do so well, you always have time. You can retake the exam. The Events Industry Council gives you 90 days to retake that exam if you need it to. So if that is something that you want to make sure you have allowances for, then once you've accepted your application, you need to really place when you take that exam very strategically because you want to take your exam at a specific time for if you have to retake it, that you can take it within that year time frame that they give you to take the exam after you accepted after they've accepted your application. 
So just make sure that you time things right to give yourself the best possible outcome. And it's better for you to leave that space for yourself than have to reapply and pay that application fee over again. Well, I'm hoping for the best outcome for you if you are looking to take your CMP. I hope that this was useful for you and you feel more prepared to pass your CMP examination. Until next time, stay on purpose. Well, that wraps it up for this episode. If you enjoyed the conversation, hit the like button and tell us how much you enjoyed the show by leaving a message in the comments. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Thank you.